Did you finish Did you that? that? We're about one half. We're about halfway there. We're just saying that he's off to a nice start. Why does it have to be all or nothing all the time? Like, what am I doing? I'm doing it for the show. Field of 68 till I die. This is the Field of 68 After Dark Show, the only place that you need to be for college hoops every single night. To the Field of 68 Best Bets Show, presented by Bet Rivers. We're the three-man weave, and we cannot be more excited to be here today to talk about college basketball. The season starts in just one week. Seven days to get your futures in there. We're talking futures bets, guys, today. We're talking national title, Final Four, Wooden Award, conference by conference odds for the Power Boys. We're even throwing in some mid-majors today. We're hitting all the futures. As always, if you have any questions, drop them in the chat. We'll talk about them throughout the show. Why not? Also, by the way, did you notice, Jim, our good friend Matthew is very uh, spirited today wearing a halloween costume i didn't notice at all it's really hard to tell can you guess what he is no i have no idea matt what are you i'm yoshi uh tough to tell from the camera (laughs) angle coming like upward by my nostrils right now both my actual nostrils and my yoshi nostrils but yes it is yoshi uh this is the ninth year in a row i will uh, be adorning this costume on this fine holiday kyle it's your favorite holiday correct uh it's not but i do appreciate your your little shtick here you you bought a costume years ago and you're the same character every single year for Halloween. Takes the guesswork out of it. Takes the effort. It's fantastic. And it looks great on you, if I do say so myself. And people know me by now. You know, when I walk down the streets of Chicago, it's like, oh, there's there's Yoshi. And so, yeah. Yeah. Pat Taylor in the chat says you're just pumped for the new Mario movie, which is a good, yes. a good so cool, true. Good reference. Great, great point, Pat. Hey, good to, good to hear Pat's voice and all the lovely mobster voices that we've missed for so, ah, just so many familiar names and faces. So it just melts my heart. That's wow, I, I see the Field of 68 turned on subscribers only mode. Wow. Guess you got to subscribe to the channel. Subscribe to the YouTube channel if you want your comments to be seen. <laughs> I it's really I'm, tough. Just kind of hit that. I, I think I'm that. subscribed, so I should be okay. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's get started. We got a big show today. Like I said, we're going to start off from the 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 high level uh, view, the 40,000 foot Macro. view. National title, final four. We'll talk natty title first. Now, I'm not going to read down the entire list of odds here from Bet Rivers. That Why would be not? silly. That'd be silly. We'd be here all day. Okay. But the favorites, just so you out there know, Gonzaga, North Carolina, usual suspects here. Pretty much every book around the, the great United States, but we are a Bet Rivers show. We will talk about Bet Rivers odds only. Uh, nine to one is, is the, the current favorites right now, UNC Gonzaga. You got Kentucky, Houston, Kansas, and Arkansas there uh, at various prices. But I want to start off with, Jim, what are you targeting? What, what do you like from a value perspective as of today? looking at national title odds. Yeah, as of today's tough, Kai, I'm usually a let me jump in the day after the previous national title game. So I usually, the Tuesday after the Monday, I've got bets in just like crazy. Speculative, dealing with transfer portal. But Matt, I think the one number on the board that still intrigues me is a team we all agree is top three, and that would be the Baylor Bears. Mm. Arguably yeah. the best backcourt in the country. 16 to one, I still think there's value there. They're basically being looked at as like the, eighth best team and uh, like i said we think they're better than that uh just loaded with guards guards win in march i think they have a chance to win the big 12 be a one seed and be healthier than they were this year when they fell out of the tournament in the second round and they had like seven guys left so i matt baylor would be my first jump off the board pick love baylor i'll stay in the lone star state for one i like texas um, we're all reacting to these super secret, but not so secret scrimmages. 
um, pretty jaw-dropping uh, score that we saw. I think they were up 30 against Arkansas. Now, I know there's a ton of caveats and who's playing how mm-hmm. much, and I think Arkansas was like 0 of 30 from 3, and Texas was like 30 of 30 from 3. But the, it, it's still, I think, this is a team that has a great making of a national title contender. We've seen Beer get the title game before. I think there's some undervalued erode or just baked in the fact that last year they struggled a lot early and just there's that sour taste in people's mouths. So Texas at 20 to one Kai, can I throw you Tennessee 20 to one after they yes. just, you know, basically annihilated Gonzaga. Here's the over. Yes, no, yeah. absolutely. And, and I am overreacting about this scrimmage. I, I try not to, but uh, that game was on television and, and, you know, for the most part, Gonzaga played their guys, right. And Tennessee looked awesome. They were without JJJ, uh, one of the best players, Josiah Jordan James. He was out of the game. They look deep. They looked athletic. They looked scary. They have shooting. Uh, lots like about Tennessee this season. I mean, Kempom, if you're a Kempom guy, he's got him fourth overall in his uh, preseason site ratings, and they're priced at 20 to 1 right now. Basically 10th, 10th uh, shortest odds right now, tied with Texas. So I would call that value, uh, Jim. I also uh, like your Kai, Baylor pick. What? But Rick Barnes in the tournament, Kai. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. Mm. Rick Barnes hasn't made the Sweet 16 in quite a long time. Uh, I don't have the stats well, you, in front well, of me. You sh- well, you should bet, and we'll get there. Mm-hmm. I like Tennessee in the SEC. That's where I think there you go. the Vols got, yeah. got great value. We'll get there. Uh, I don't want to jump ahead too far. But. We'll get there. As for me, uh, I still like Houston at 11-1, to 1, uh, fourth shortest odds right now. And like, if you're Jim, Jim thinks Houston's the best team in the country. So yeah. why not? Why not take them as the fourth shortest odds? Long shots, guys? Any, any long shots you want to throw in? I'll throw in San Diego State. Uh, we've been kind of talking about them all offseason. 70-1. to 1. Will they win the title? No, probably not. And I think it's kind of eh, a waste of time to bet too many long shots in this, but hedging opportunities, you never know, Jim. San Diego State might be a top three seed. Uh, sets up nicely to at least get to the final four. So if you're looking for a long shot, I like the Aztecs. Well, let me ask you this, Kai, and and Pete mentioned it about Baylor. Would you rather just bet them 17 to one to make the final four? and Five, five to one, right? Or three. Uh, At Bet San- Rivers, I think it's 350, but yes. San Diego State? No, they're seventeen to one. Oh, I thought you were talking about Baylor. Excuse me. No, well, I, yeah, yes, yeah. Uh, he's, he's... yes, I do have them listed on my final four as well, Jim. So, yeah, I and I think that that's instead. there's kind of like a almost a line of demarcation where down past like the ultimate favorites like Baylor, mm-hmm. I would prefer taking the final four odds. Yeah. So it's somebody like, yeah. There's a couple other names we'll get to. Maybe I won't step on the toes of that. But to Pete's point, I still probably lean towards the title odds for somebody like Baylor. Um, maybe yeah. even Houston too, the favorite teams. But as you get further down, I want the final four ones because Kai, you can win multiple. You can win like three different final four bets, whereas Ooh, title four, four. You win one. Well, yeah. let's not get greedy. Let's not get greedy. Yeah, I mean, overall, national title winners, right? It's probably going to be one of these top 10 teams. It, that's just how it works. But final four, we've seen tons of party crashers in the past. And let's talk about final four, Matt. Uh, what do you think? What are the value plays here? So some of these are pretty short. Plus 125 for Gonzaga to make the final four. Yeah. I probably wouldn't bet that, to be honest. Uh, do I expect them to get there? Absolutely. But with the nature of the tournament, how random it can be, right. kind of a scary uh, uh, proposition to to lay those short odds. Yeah, I stayed away from these mostly, I'll be honest. But uh, Alabama is a team I did write down. I know we've been high on them or at least torn on them, but wanting to be high on them. They've had some early injuries in the offseason. Um, they had the really dicey scrimmage against TCU where they had the players-only meeting. And then now they look really good in their most recent scrimmage. Again, we're overreacting to basically fake basketball. I realize that, but, but it's the first evidence that we have of the real life figures coming 
before our eyes after looking at these teams on paper all offseason. I like the upside of this team. We've seen Bama basically mm-hmm. play at a Final Four caliber under Nate Oates just two years ago when they got beat by UCLA and with that overtime thriller. Yeah, I like Bama, like man. There's five of 25 free throws. Yeah, let's make free throws this year, maybe in clutch <laughs> situations, uh, or actually make threes. They didn't make any threes at all last season. A lot of things pointing in Bama's favor. So kind of similar handicaps in the national title futures, but Bama's the one I'm probably looking at from the Final Four and an Addy title, a little more on the longer shot uh, end of the spectrum. Yeah, you want like wide range of outcomes. You want a team with a high ceiling. Hey, it might be a terrible bet. They might yep. not even make the tournament, but like mm-hmm. you've got the the real high upside with a lot of the infusion of newcomers. They've got the very clearly defined style. It sounds like Brandon Miller's absolutely for real as the freshman coming in, yeah. uh, big time like lottery pick. Uh, a couple other uh, Kai I wanted to mention. I think Dayton has a really high ceiling. Yes. Yeah. Um, so fifteen to one there, not not a dream, and it's tough because. The books open the national title market. They let you bet into it. They kind of get a feel for the teams. Right. And then right. they open the final four market. So the value is is not as strong. There's a lot of title bets I have that I wish were final four instead, but mm. the markets weren't open, unfortunately. But Dayton is a team I looked at. San Diego State, as you mentioned, uh, TCU 15 to one. I'm kind of buying them more than maybe, mm. or at least buying a ceiling more than others are. Yeah. Given their defensive identity, I call them like a little bit of a Houston light. I think I've said that about UConn too, but it's a very clearly defined style that works. And they have an awesome guard, one of the best, maybe three to five guards in the country in Mike Miles. So like TCU and then Kai Florida. We've been like four to two. Yeah. As a group, high in the Gators all offseason. Mm-hmm. Going to be a great defensive squad with Castleton anchoring the paint. And then maybe Kyle Lofton gives them that shot creation boost they need. Yep. It's got to make threes. That's the concern. Yeah, and we do like guards, right? Guards win in March. That's a, vi- a big theme for us. They have good guard. Uh, Xavier, 25 to 1, guys, uh, for the Final Four is a longer shot I'm I'm looking at. Slew. But Kai, they had no players looked good in their scrimmage. Right. For, so for that's that's what I'm choosing. I'm choosing to ignore <laughs> that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Slew, 50 to 1. If you look at their uh, their line compared to Dayton, and you look at the A-10 lines, there's there's a bit of a, a separation there, I think, and, and maybe not rightly so, because Slew's talent is ridiculous this season. Chris Bray in the chat. It's a good point. He's saying, why bet it now? Why not wait basically for some of these teams to lose early? And and Dayton, for instance, Malachi Smith, he's hurt. What if Dayton drops a couple early? Their final four odds, they're skyrocketing. They're not going to be 15 to 1. They'll be 30 to 1 or something like that. Sure. You could probably try to time it like that. Just maybe a little bit more difficult. Maybe look at early season schedules, Jim. Yeah. Their early season stuff is huge. Like a team like uh, Duke. Derek Whitehead's not yeah, going to be the champions classic teams. Uh, Arkansas is another team that always seems to take a while to come together. December yeah. has been sketchy for them and they have the most turnover that Eric Musselman's ever had. So that's a team that I would never recommend betting now, even if you love them, if you think they're like the best team, mm-hmm. I think just let it play out and maybe you'll get a little bit better value. Some of these other ones like Gonzaga, Houston, if they win in the non-conference early, you're never getting a better price than right now. Like yeah, Gonzaga, right. I think when they entered the tournament two years ago, they were like, plus 150 to win the title it, it was it was insane so you, you you try to gauge the right time to enter the market pete in the chat hey. uab, UAB 65 yes. to one. yeah i was just gonna toss that out there my guy pete hot to start the year i agree 25 mm-hmm. to one is a just 65 team that i think uh oh sorry i'm looking at what am i looking at here I'm either way they're, 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 yeah, right. they're in the flyer category i would go mm-hmm. final four i wouldn't go title with them yeah, 250 yeah. to one to win title but yeah, yeah that's a team four. that can make a big run that that team is stupid talented this season Co-signed. All right. Good talk, guys. Let's go player awards real quick. Wooden award futures is what we're discussing. The favorite should come as no surprise is the guy that won it last year. Oscar Shibwe 
I don't remember the last time a national player of the year has come back to college. Someone have that stat handy to me uh, for me. Let me know. Cause it hasn't happened in a long, long time. Uh, those guys usually go to the NBA, obviously, but with an IL with the big man, the year, the big by the almanac, by the almanac. There great, you go. Good great, plug. Great resource. Good plug. Always all best betting. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's plus five fifty. Uh, he's the favorite right now. Drew Timmy is plus 600. Then you have Baycott and a bit of a drop off after that. Baycott's eight to one Sasser, Marcus Sasser for Houston. Pat Taylor in the chat says he's winning it. He's at 14 to one. Caleb Love, Hunter Dickinson, et cetera. Uh, Matt, who are you targeting, man? Who you, who you got? Again, I don't like this market. I think Timmy feels like the smart play just because I worry about like little Oscar fatigue and Oscar doesn't have like this. Wow. You type of game. I think he just mm-hmm. won sort of by default last year. And I think there's going to be an appetite to go in a different direction. Timmy's been in college for three years. Gonzaga's probably really good again. I just feel like th- hasn't there's won it be yet. this. Is there yeah. Timmy fatigue? There could be Timmy fatigue. Hasn't won it yet though. There's, but not I for think voters, but just like, okay, that guy goes to the tournament and loses before the ones he Maybe. should. Like, I don't know if that's going to catch up to him. I think the counter force is that he is maybe the more clear centric epicenter of that team and could actually put up more dominant stats this year. I think there's fan fatigue of Timmy, but not voter fatigue because he actually okay. actually won the also three straight years of big man winning the wooden award, wooden award. So don't be afraid to throw a little flyer maybe on those big 10 bigs too, Jim. I think Edie was sitting yeah. at 44 to one um, and TJD and Hunter Dickinson, I think our price similarly. I don't really have a hot take on who's better, who has better value there, but maybe one of those guys out of the big 10 in the year of the big as coined by the all caps almanac. Yeah. TJD and Edie were two guys I wrote down as potential value. I, I believe it's like, I, I looked at this like two weeks ago and I don't have the stat off my head again, but it's 13 of the last 15 or 18 of the last 20 have been on like a one, two or three seed, the winner of the wooden award. Yeah. So your team needs to rock. Like it can't be, Hey, this guy's going to put up huge stats for a, okay team it's max ace not gonna happen yeah cross not them gonna off the list just not, not gonna not. happen imani right. bates hard cross off that can be yeah. the first name you eliminate sorry so i mean maybe if you identify a team that's really undervalued too and you want to kind of ride the player like tcu mike miles 60 to 1 if you think they vault up into a two seed discussion and he's the best guard on that team maybe they're there uh but i haven't bet on this market yet but it probably would be sasser so i'm with yep. I'm with pat there uh 14 to 1 for what i think is the best guard in the country on the best team in the country I like that guy. It's probably the best bet. I think Timmy's going to win it. So six to one. I mean, uh, probably not going to get any better than that unless he obviously gets hurt and goes out of the year. But uh, I agree with what Matt said about the big 10 bigs. How about a little freshman flyer guys? How about Nick Smith? Yeah, 25 to one Arkansas potentially could be a top five team. He looked pretty darn good. in the highlights I saw from his exhibition game. Uh, And then also Matt, your dude. Well, Jim's dude too. Till recently, I think Kendrick Davis. 50 to one Yeah, King could be the best guard in the country. I don't think he is, but he could be uh, Memphis TBD on how good they actually national spotlight Memphis. Yeah. I think that's actually pretty good value. Play. Yeah. Na- national know. spotlight. They will get discussed and that's, yep. that's mm-hmm. important. Penny, Penny draws headlines. Uh, Kai, other freshmen. I Whitmore's way down there, but he's hurt to start the year, which is a yep. bummer. Tough. Sad to see that. Tough indeed. Uh, let's see your Pat Taylor, 28 to one Monty Bates. Yeah. probably won't bet on him. Yeah. <laughs> if there was a no side of that, I would, mm-hmm. I would say about that. <laughs> Yeah, uh, all right, fun. moving on. Let's get into conference odds. We're starting with the ACC. Uh, I got to get my favorites up here lined up. Oh, favorites UNC guys, of course. Plus 150, Duke plus 250. And then it's a big drop off, guys. It goes to uh, Virginia at 7-1. to one. Jim, who are you targeting the ACC from the value perspective, um, from well, overall perspective? I think the value is probably Virginia. 
they're top five in Ken Palm, if that's something that matters to you. We talked about it with Tennessee and, and Texas, how high they were for national title. Virginia is way up there. They are a consistent metronomic regular season team. Like yeah. they, you know what they're getting every single night. They're not going to have kind of the erratic performances you get from a Duke, Matt. When they're young, they go on the road in the ACC. Sometimes there are tough schedule spots for them. Even under Coach K, they lost yep. always like a shaky road game. And they were not a good regular season team. They didn't win the title under Coach K. Virginia constantly won it. So if you don't think UNC is going to just walk to it, which is kind of what plus 150 almost indicates, I would I would eye up Virginia there, Matt. Do you see any other value on the board? I had two right now. I think Virginia is a great call, though, because even the – what was the year they weren't that great? It was 2020 they were still 15 and five, right? Like, so they, they do have that. Yeah. I, I like that metronomic type of style that does play well in a regular season format. Uh, I had Florida state 20 ish to one and Clemson 40 ish to one. I, you know, Clemson's maybe a team you can wait mm-hmm. on because they have some early injuries, Florida state in the same boat. But um, I think Florida state's a team that people are sleeping on. They're starting to kind of climb up there in some of the analytic rankings and Clemson, Brad Brownell is just, you know, death taxes and a good Clemson team. I just think this team actually has a little bit of upside. The hunter P, or the healthy PJ um, Hall and Hunter Tyson. Um, you guys are you see them really winning it though? The ACC, really? At the ACC is really whatever this year to me. Um, Virginia Tech, Virginia, sure. I'm a little cooler on Miami and Notre Dame. It's even Syracuse, I mean, 50 to one. What are they at? 40 to one. That's not a terrible bet, in my opinion. Either. I think you can look at the Flyers in this conference. Syracuse, 25 to Dick one. Deep at bet, at bet Rivers. I, I'd look to fade the UNCs and Dukes, I guess is what I'm trying to say. In yeah, I don't, think, I, don't, I don't think anyone outside the top three is winning it. That's kind of the way. Yeah. I think this is not oh, the flyer okay. conference. We'll get to a couple that I think are. but I, I think Virginia is the best bet at 7-1. to one. Uh, They've won it three times last, what, five years? Uh, they're going to be at the top of the standings in some order with their style. And there's enough questions about Duke, Matt. I agree. I'm not not taking Duke here. Um, for don't State, bet I agree. Don't bet Louisville. No, do not bet Louisville. We'll get to that later on in the section here. And I don't think the long shots are worth it. I don't think a long shot wins the ACC. Um, it just isn't going to happen. Moving on. Big East. Likewise, in this conference, I wouldn't take the favorite. I wouldn't take the second favorite. Yeah, I'm throwing darts oh, in this conference. Yes, Creighton, 2-1. to one. They're the favorites right now. Villanova, 3-1. to one. I'm looking at Jim, drumroll. Savior. Ba, 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 ba. Savior. Savior. Okay. Tell us why. No, you tell me why. You're looking at oh, five to one. Uh, I think it's pretty wide open, like you were kind of hinting at with the little dart there. Uh, I think a lot of different teams can win this league, even even lower down the down the line here. And yeah, uh, given a wide open uh, market, given a coach I like in Sean Miller, who I think really is going to lift the program, uh, scrimmage results aside, uh, I think they're they might be worth a five to one play. Yeah, one of the I I think. DraftKings or a couple of books opened some crazy odds on the non-favorites like Providence 80 to one Butler hundred to one. And those were worth dart throws to me. I mean, Villanova has some clear issues, new coach, Justin Moore, potentially out the entire season Whitmore. We don't know when, when he'll be back if they take time to get continuity going there. So I, I would not bet Villanova at just three to one Creighton feels like what everybody has decided is the default answer. But if you care about computer rankings, this is barely a top 25 team. So maybe they're not as good as everyone's kind of hum- human prognosis is giving them, which is why, like you said, Kai, I, I want to move down the board here, look for somebody with kind of a wide range of outcomes like Butler, like Providence, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, and, and take a shot at them because I just, I don't feel great about the favorites in the Big East, Matt. So I think this is where you can kind of look for, for shots. Yeah, there's a few leagues I'm trying to like kind of come with a paired approach, like bet a flyer, then pair it with a favorite that I feel somewhat safe about. I'm doing that with Butler and Creighton. 
Um, Butler 30 to 40 to one. I think closer to 20 to one if you're in the Illinois only turf. Um, unfortunately, we DePaul is in our in our backyard, so such is the case. And then I'm actually gonna I'm gonna bet Creighton two or three to one. I think I the more I've talked like myself, Creighton. I've talked myself into them as a pretty high floor team, and I'm sort of seeing some some scars emerge with Villanova that are pretty obvious. And even you kind of look more at their roster. I feel like they have some point guard issues. Xavier, they had some scrimmage struggles. So I'm kind of like going down this and like, man, not a lot of teams are really sticking out, you know, where Creighton just feels safe-ish to me. So that's my Creighton Butler portfolio. The, the, the defense is really safe. Like I really think yeah. is going to be awesome. I agree. Also, yes, I agree with the chatter. 33 to one on Providence is kind of wild how they're priced. I don't think they're going to win it this year. I do think they're a little bit down, we'll say, but given they won it last year, Given yeah. everyone else in that Diana's league has their price, Hopkins could be a star. So yeah, yeah, great home court advantage they right. have. Even though it's the amp, it's not the dunk anymore. But that's okay. Yeah, that's stupid. We're not going to call it the amp. Uh, moving on, Big Ten, another wide open league, in my opinion. Now, Matt, I think the the team to bet in this league is Illinois. But since we're all three located in Illinois, we don't have those odds. I think they're around plus five hundred in any other market at Bet Rivers, or yeah. somewhere around there. Uh, I think it's wide open. I don't trust Indiana, who is currently the favorite at Bet Rivers at, at four to one. Uh, I'm looking more at a Michigan at five to one. I'm looking at Purdue at eight to one, a team that I think has been uh, consistently up towards the top of the standings, especially under Matt Painter. I like all those, Kai. I, you could talk to yourself into a lot of these big 10. I went Maryland. I went kind of a flyer here, 30 to one. Their schedule is very favorable. I know Jim has some good schedule points on Illinois, but I love Maryland because. I think people are sleeping on Kevin Willard as sort of um, this kind of new grungy version of Maryland, but I, I think it's going to be a good team. The roster is pretty solid. They've already looked pretty good in some of their offseason stuff. Uh, favorable schedule. I think they get Illinois at home early when I think Illinois will still be ramping up and finding themselves. Illinois will be better late than early in the year. So Maryland gets that good, that good spot to get Illinois. They also get Indiana only once at home. They get the bad schools twice. I think the Terps are a good value play in what could, a, what could be a pretty wild and, um, you know, kind of parody ridden big Ten this season. I'm with Kai. I, I think it's Illinois. Their, their schedule is much softer than a lot of the top teams. Uh, I would go after them. I think they get Penn state, Minnesota, Nebraska, Northwestern all twice. That's eight of their 20 big 10 games. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. huge. And I think a couple of the other contenders are not as frequently on their schedule of one time each. Uh, I, I, the big thing here for me is there's like this general feeling that Indiana is the clear favorite. They're four to one. Like that's telling you there's like a 20% chance they win the league. This isn't yeah. like Kentucky plus 150 or UNC plus 150. I don't think Indiana is anywhere near that obvious of a favorite. If you do, four to one's a great price, but I, I, Kai, I'm, I'm with you. Illinois, I think, has the best schedule mm-hmm. plus potential here. I don't love Maryland, Matt. I guess I like the 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 price value. Sure, maybe it's a price I, play. Kevin Willard, Kevin Willard is Mark Turgeon to me. They're the, they're the same, and that's good enough with same this picture. roster to maybe sneak above the sort of downy soft upper end of the conference, which has question marks. My Hoosiers question marks. Illinois question marks. Would love to hear our our, our producer Dagan's thoughts on Kevin Willard. Oh, he was a Seton <laughs> Hall alum. Dagan. Uh, moving on. Next next conference here. Big Twelve. The usual suspects, Kansas and Baylor. They're at the forefront right now. Kansas plus 225, Baylor plus 250. Guys, one of these two teams is winning the league because they've done it for, what, 20 straight years? Uh, Kansas State won it one year, right? They snuck up there. Yeah, Terry Brown and Dean Wade. They tied it. They tied Kansas. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think it's one of those two teams. And, Matt, you said you love Texas this year. Maybe you're looking at a little Texas two-step. 
course. Yep. Value-wise? Yes. No, I'm looking exactly at Texas okay. two-step in the form of one of my two-part portfolios, Texas three-to-one, Baylor two-and-a-half-to-one. I think it's a better than 50% chance that one of those two teams, I'm kind of selling KU this year. I think they really struggle with a lot of the young guys. I know it's KU. I know it's last Lassell, words, I know it's awesome. I've seen that sentiment a lot. Yeah, but I haven't yeah. seen this type of Kansas uncertainty with this type of Baylor team, which I know will be awesome, especially once they're fully healthy and the guards are up and running. And then this Texas version as well. So I'm playing both those for kind of a small profit uh, return upside. I only bet Baylor I, plus 250. I, I'm, not selling Kansas as, as a bad team, but I think Baylor's just mm-hmm. like demonstrably better, more ready to play together at the beginning of the year. Awesome backcourt. Maybe they don't have quite the home court advantage that Kansas does, which is important in this league. Uh, but true round Robin, so no schedule advantages um, for, for any team. I like that. That makes it simpler, easier to bet that those yeah. odds. So I, I, I like Baylor. Kai already bet plus 250. Yep. I like Baylor as well. Um, Texas Tech, seven to one. Uh, has my attention, but again, I think it's Kansas. Baylor. Matt shaking his head. He's down on Texas just, Tech this year. I'm out on Tech this year, which well, is I think that's Mark Adams is a really nice basketball coach. So yeah. also, yeah. the Red Raider fans will rip you limb that's from good. Yoshi limb if you. If the, you this talk show down. needs a Texas Tech pinata, and I can be that in the form of <laughs> okay. Yoshi. You can good. stuff me with all types of Red Raider paraphernalia uh, inside. As as the producer Dagan says in the chat, uh, and and Rob, our our boss. Uh, Baylor's not plus 500 <laughs> in the Big 12. They're plus 250. So just a note on that, guys. I'd, I'd, have, I'd have several wagers on 5-1 yes. if that existed. Uh, all right, moving on. Pac-12, everyone's favorite league. Ha, ha, ha. That's a joke, Jim. They're not everyone's favorite league. The Conference of Champions is the Conference of meh lately. They're Bill Walton's favorite league, Kai. Yes, yes they are. UCLA is the favorite. Plus, it, plus 185. Arizona at plus 220. And then you got Oregon at plus 425. Then it's a big drop off, and probably rightfully so. Jim, any of the top dogs sit, um, stand out to you? Do you like no. anyone lower down the list? No, that's no. for me. These, these odds are too good. They're they're perfect. I think I UCLA <laughs> should be the slight favorite. I think Arizona should be right behind them, and then Oregon, <laughs> and that's exactly how it's priced. Uh, the one thing I thought was odd, Matt, that it maybe is worth discussing: Utah, the fifth best odds in this league. That is that the book telling us that they think Utah could be the fifth best team, or that they have a high ceiling? Or some wager, some wager, some better out there believes that. How do you feel about the Utes? I love the Utes. Uh, I don't love them as the fifth best team in the Pac-12. Like I, <laughs> I mean, I loved them last year. It's probably irrationally show for a fairly shoddy roster. And this year, it's not like they, you know, there's definitely question marks this year again. So yeah, Utah at fifth, mm-hmm. no. Um, this is the only league I wrote down. Absolutely no bet for me. Stay away. Move on. Kai. I think Oregon's probably your best. Value I said Oregon five to one, four twenty five. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Uh, I do they, think I you heard said they looked good in a scrimmage or an exhibition, and so people. Yeah, are and those matter. They do matter. When you want the, them to. When you want the them. long shots, guys. Right. We've discussed this on other platforms, but there's not a good marriage of talent plus coaching. You either have talent or you have coaching, and you don't have both. Kai, uh, if you had to take take one mid mid level roster with one mid level coach to win the league, who would you do? Like, I would take. Yes. Arizona State's roster with Craig Scott. Okay, yes, that that'd be a sure bet at at plus two thousand <laughs> yeah. twenty to one right now. You can get Arizona State, uh, but Bobby Hurley coaches that team, so staying away from there. So we're not we're not too confident on the Pac twelve on their conference sides. We'll see if we are on the SEC though. Kentucky is the favorite, plus one fifty. Arkansas is at plus two fifty. Tennessee at plus three fifty, and then a catastrophic drop off after that. Catastrophic is probably not the correct word there, Jim, but 
Yeah, I said it anyways. I think we know what you mean. We're, we're quantum as, drop off. As we hinted in the beginning of the show, Jim, Tennessee plus 350. Again, don't overreact the preseason. They look good to me. I, I like them. Yeah, I mean, Tennessee was, I think they were plus 450 before that uh, that showing against Gonzaga on pay-per-view Friday night. I think I like them even without seeing that as the odds. Right. I, you look at every computer ranking, they're equal to Kentucky, definitely ahead of Arkansas, who, like I said, has got the the young parts to figure out. They always go on a tear in like late January, February, but maybe they'll have a couple of losses before that happens. Tennessee's schedule isn't too bad. Uh, you get Vandy, South Carolina twice. Alabama, Arkansas, AM only once. Hmm. Kind of like that. Sets up decently well for the Vols. And yeah, their experience, good backcourt, a lot of size. It seems like they have depth because the, the bench guys played really well uh, without JJJ in that game. So Matt, yeah, I think the Vols are the bet here. I wrote down Vols as well. I also put down Florida and Vandy. However, I concede I did not go through a robust schedule analysis. I think Jim brought up that point. Do you need one for Vandy? Well, for Vandy, it's just like a complete Hail Mary. They look pretty awesome. They, at 100 to 1, why not? Worth a, worth a $5. Here's why not, yeah, because they won't win it. That's they won't win not. it. Mm, okay, I can't <laughs> I can't rebut that. In general, though, I think the schedule things here, there's a lot of good teams in this conference, so I think you really need to find like a good schedule edge, timing-wise, um, the, 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 the imbalance dynamic to it. Other than that, there's no team that has like a bad price or a under-overvalued price, in my opinion. Maybe Tennessee, but... Maybe the Florida, other, but not I many. think I think Kentucky's overvalued if severe Wheeler's out for the year, which mm. I, we don't know. We don't know. That's purely speculative, but he left the game last night, not putting weight on his leg. I heard it was a awkward looking buckle. Yeah, not good. And so then, yeah, like that opens things up and, and makes this conference a little more bettable if, if you think Wheeler out really takes away the value of Kentucky. Yep. I don't mind Auburn at 10 to 1. Pearl's won it before. I trust him. Athletic team, high upside. Uh, and then Florida, 33 to 1. I think it's the best bet on the board. I, it just doesn't match where I perceive them to be compared to where they're priced. Texas A&M is 16 to one. Come on. Florida's twice the odds. I don't see it. But Kai, they went on a run in the tournament. Yeah. Yeah. Matt shakes his head at Auburn. So Matt's down on Texas tech and Auburn, two teams that are good basically every single season. So we'll see how this pans out for Mr. Matthew Cox. Fading two really good coaches here. I'm going to keep tabs on this. I, I could end up with egg on my face for sure. It could reverse on me, but I'm going to keep tabs. I could have egg on my down. nostrils right here. So yeah. we'll see. Four sets of nostrils, two sets of nostrils. All right. Mid-major value picks, guys. This is kind of a free-for-all here. Uh, there obviously are 26 other leagues plus independents. There's no lines for those uh, out there on Bet Rivers that you can bet into for conference odds. These are often pretty soft lines you can find uh, on, on several different teams and leagues. They open because soft. They open <laughs> very soft. They're getting a little bit stronger now. Uh, odds makers just don't really pay attention to how to price these or, or care that much. So, Jim. Where do you want to start, man? The the board is yours. The Jeopardy board is yours. Where do you want to go with? All right. Well, I my favorite bets in this part of the board are always like underpriced favorites, like the team that I think is the best yeah. in the league getting decent value. Iona and Norfolk State have both been kind of hammered, and those were ones that I also helped hammer. Uh, I think those were great bet- values. Maybe not as good anymore, but still probably worth a look. San what, Diego State, what, San Diego what State price did you get Iona, Jim? Sorry, I got quick. them an even money. Um, okay. I take them up to like minus 200. I, I really feel that confident I own it this year. The Mac is just bad. Not even like the potential contenders really scare me to like actually be Iona for the whole course of the season. Yeah, uh, Manhattan sorry. just dropped off, became like right. a, a non-threat completely. Uh, my favorite one at this stage right now is looking at the America East and doing a little bend between two books here. I mentioned this to you guys this morning. 
the split on the price between Vermont and Bryant is really different between Bet Rivers and another book I won't name, but you should look for it. Um, at that book, Vermont is plus 140. At Bet Rivers, they are minus 400. That is a seismic gap. Uh, and so I think either Vermont or Bryant wins it. You can bet them both one at plus 140, one at plus 400. Set up your split however you want between the two teams. And I think that's mm-hmm. going to pay out. I don't think UMass Lowell is beating John Becker or that Bryant roster. No, yeah. I, I agree with that, Jim. Matt, where do you want to go? What do you like? Uh, I had Iona and then I did like a little Ryder Hill Mary, a sort of a, a, a kind of a slight hedge to that at 12 to 1. I think Ryder's pretty talented this year and they're getting slept on because they've had kind of disappointing last few seasons. No one's beating um, Iona though. But no one's beating, right. So I think the best bet is Iona still. I think I got that minus 150. So props to Jim for. Um, being the sharper, better, and also sucking up my value, you rat. Uh, let's go to the swag, Kai, real quick. Yeah, I know it feels foolish to bet the favorite or one of the favorites in what's typically a topsy turvy league, but I do think Southern is is a is a, a, a notch above the rest of the conference, and it's basically priced or they're appraised as such in Ken Palm. Um, I think all the SWAC teams are 300 and below. Southern's in like that mid-250s range. That's kind of how I see it too. They're so deep. They're immune to injuries throughout the way as you see these SWAC teams pile up injuries and roster carnage. And then Bethune, or Bethune Cookman, excuse me, Bethune hyphen Cookman, uh, 12 to 1. Hyper-talented. Uh, they got the Harmon kid top 100 along with a lot of other guys back. I think Reggie Theus is an underrated basketball coach. So that's my hmm. SWAC twofer. Yeah, SWAC feels a little bit more open this year. I, I like Texas Southern plus six fifty in the SWAC. Uh, they're always good in that yeah. league, and they're they're second best team for Ken Palm. So I, and they're not priced that way. Yeah. So I, value play, I like them. Bart Southern, Torvik, sorry, Southern four to one, BCU twelve to one, just to confirm. Yeah, yeah. Bart Torvik for SWAC Southern one hundred eighty first, second best team Texas Southern two sixty sixth. So like, oh, it's even yeah. bigger. If you drop view that gap, yeah. then that's that's something worth looking at. Um, Kai, the one other one I, I liked was OVC. Little yeah, Rock. me too. Plus oh, 650 okay. or 700. Uh, I just think coming in, they got destroyed by injuries last year, mm-hmm. and that has really cut into their value this year in the preseason. But I think they're fairly well coached with Daryl Walker, and they've got some versatile parts, some down transfers. They're going to have depth because they had to play every bench guy last year. Right. Uh, and that league's yeah. just bad. That league's just not very good. So the league's bad, but Moorhead, in my opinion, is the best team by far in that league. And they're three to one. Wow, by far, really? I like but, Moorhead too. I don't realize you like I don't think much. it's close. <laughs> It's, I think it's close. I they might have the best coach. I think in the, the mush, Bradley. the mush is the mush is actually okay. It's not as awful as people think. Your Simos, your yeah, the mush is bad. Southern Indiana, the Martins, they're not that terrible. They're not that terrible, but they've never. SIUE is not terrible. They're not, they're not like they're not winning programs. Moorhead has been, and they have a lot of talent. Besides, despite losing Broom. Yeah, in my opinion, has Spradlin won without Broom? That's that's the, we'll we'll see. No, he hasn't like, been yeah, there. Without that's Broom. my concern with with, with yeah. Moorhead. They were they weren't good his first few years, but I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, all right, fair enough. I, I plus three hundred. I think you could do worse uh, out there. Uh, in the Summit League, guys, I think South Dakota State should be the favorite. So you're getting plus two twenty five. Oral Roberts can have a great year, but that's valuable to me. And then the A ten, a little bit higher league. VCU at plus seven fifty. The Rams. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. That's pretty high compared to Dayton at two to one and slew at four to one. I would say VCU is pretty cheap. I, I see VCU pretty close to both those teams. So plus seven fifty, uh, that's a that's a value play for me. Yeah. Hey, how agree. about a quick request from the uh, chat? Ed Redman asking about Toledo. I'm just chuckling and laughing at myself last year. Uh, and the year before that, I, fading Toledo. I got a small Rockets take play. on that on that Matthew Toledo faders anonymous continues yeah. to yeah. live on. So Toledo's Kai, two... Kent State guy, you Kent yes. State guy here. Gold well, no, flashes. I, so I, I think Toledo is the best team in the MAC, but 
plus 550 is Kent State versus plus 200 in Toledo. Kent State was picked first in the in the media poll in the MAC. So I think if you're looking for a, a, a good value play, probably Kent State. Now I'm never fading Toledo ever again after the last couple of years of them I'll damaging our, our wallets. But uh, I think Kent State's probably the best, my, my favorite play in the MAC. Uh, Kai, even better. I think that was the coaches poll, which oh, was a coach. I, I hold that in a little higher regard than a media poll sometimes. Yeah, media people are hats. Yeah. Although <laughs> I don't give a whole lot of credit to coaches polls either. I don't think every coach knows what's going on in, in their league. There's a lot of roster true. turnover. So yeah, that's yeah. true. It's harder for them to know now. Uh, Big West, why not? Pete says it. Uh, Matt, I know which which uh, team you like the best just based on odds here, because you wrote. Well, you didn't write it, but you're, always, you're a big, big it. West guy. We know oh, what yeah. He's doing. yeah. That's it. Hawaii. Matthew, you have Hawaii. Bows uh, up. Pretty close to second place, we'll say, in the West. Everyone has Santa Barbara winning the winning the Big West, excuse me. There are a lot. They're, it's actually a decent league this year, too. It's it's kind of the. It's a good league. The, it's a good league. So it should be pretty competitive. But I think Hawaii with that home court advantage, I know that works both ways, but that, Six that to one. does matter. Yeah. yeah. I, I would take them five to one or better. Yeah, Pete's razzing me for not mentioning Santa Barbara. It it did get bet down. It was like plus 300 when it opened. It's now mm-hmm. down to 190, so yeah. not as much value, but I think they're the clear best team. So I would prefer betting Santa Barbara to Matt's Hawaii boys, but we'll see. Darts. Darts asks Pete. Well, uh, in the Colonial, a league I think is pretty wide open. Charleston, 10 to 1. Not, not necessarily 1,500 there, Pete, but 10 to 1. Charleston, coach who I think is fantastic, and Pat Kelsey, a lot of talent. Might be worth a little bit of a dart throw. I got a couple, uh, Kai. Yeah. Uh, Fairleigh Dickinson in the NEC, 55 to 1. Uh, new coach coming <laughs> from D2, brings his backcourt with him. Uh, that league is really, really open. There's no clear mm-hmm. favorite there, uh, as good as Merrimack might look. They're, they're not like some dominant force. Uh, so I think that's a good conference to take a shot in. And then the really deepest of deep shots would be Southern Miss, 150 to 1 in the Sun Belt. That's another league that I think has a ton of parity at the top. Mm-hmm. Southern Miss brings in two guys from Mercer that paired together were actually pretty solid uh, when healthy yeah. uh, in Alvarez and Felipe Hase. So I I tried to bet that guy, and I only was able uh, allowed to put $7 on it at 200 to 1. But I still think 150 to 1, you can do worse with $10. Yeah, I, I don't mind those long shots, Jim. Matt, anything to add with long shots? Uh, no. I think that was about it. Um, you, you could get Western Kentucky at fourteen to one about a week ago in the know, conference USA, to, tops, which was I nuts. About that. Now they're eight to one. It's probably closer where they should be. I still think there there's a little value on them, but they're like I, it's a, North Texas or UAB's league, right? Western Kentucky is such a I want to bet them in the tournament where it's three yeah. games the talent plays up, but mm-hmm. over an 18, 20 game thing where coaching yeah. <laughs> for Andy Kennedy yeah. and Grant McCaslin can run circles around stands. That, that's, yep. Yes. Uh, all right. Well, let's get to the last section of our show here. Early season bet on and fade specials. I believe we each have a team uh, written down here that we're looking to fade early and a team we're looking to bet on early. So bet rivers, close your ears, odds makers. You can just go ahead and turn off the the stream. Now uh, we'll start with Jim here. Let's start with fades. One on a positive note. Fades. Okay. Yes. And, um, yeah, and on a positive. So what team are you looking to fade this year early on? Looking through some of the odds and where I have teams valued versus Bart Torvik and Ken Palm. Kai, this might hurt your ears, so you might want to cover. But oh, I'm wow. fading Clemson early because oh, I don't okay. think PJ Hall is going to be out there. Mm-hmm. And if he's not available early on, I think that team's in a little bit of trouble. Mm-hmm. Uh, their guards are really young. They don't have a clear point guard on the roster. It's a lot of kind of shooting guards masquerading as creators. It's not the same disciplined defensive team that Brownell usually has. So I'm, I'm going to be fading Clemson early, Kai. 
And Matthew? Yeah, I was going back and forth between a few. Um, man, I just think this Louisville team was an auto fade, right? It's almost like it's so obvious that everyone knows about it, but man, yeah. it just seems like I, I think there is a parabolic curvature to their downward their downward slope this year. So. Yeah, they're not, they're not at the bottom yet. And just some of the tweets about how the, the team looked effort-wise in an mm-hmm. exhibition is really concerning. Well, yeah, Matt took my fade. It's Louisville, and Sorry. it's obvious, right? Don't read too much in the scrimmages, but, I mean, good God. They don't have any guards. I, I don't really care as much they lost a D2 team. Yeah, that's terrible, and they're, the D2 team's bad. But teams have done that before in the preseason. Don't overreact. But we kind of thought they are going to be bad before that because they have one legitimate guard in their roster. It's just not a recipe for success. Kenny Payne, first-year coaching, who knows? He might be in over his head. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, we'll see how they how they do in the early on. I'll flip the order here. Matt, give me a bet on team early on in the season. <sighs> Jim, I'm going to you here. I'm deciding between two here. Sorry, we're going to <laughs> you, you. You had a lot Get of time to prep the for the fence, show. <laughs> sir. How dare you? All um, right, can I, can I, I'm worried I'm going to take highs. That's why I wanted to defer. You're not. Uh, I promise you won't. I'm going to, I'm going to VCU. I know that your boys, yeah, you just took take mine. mine. <laughs> Are you serious? Good. Yeah. <laughs> That's so fun. Yeah. yeah. The Rams, um, just it, it's extrapolating how they're priced in the futures markets into how they'll probably be priced on a game by game basis. Um, I just don't think there's much of a gap between them and the Billikens and even them in Dayton. Um, mm-hmm. and so I think that's a team that consistently overperforms expectations. It's micro specialty. It's because you look at the roster, you don't really know many of the names until they kind of pop up in February. It's like, oh, this seems really good again. So it's rinse, wash, repeat. VC is going to be good. It's better than people think. I'll go with my uh, second choice here, Kai. I was in, I, I can, I can say Butler. Um, I want to make sure Ali Ali is back from his concussion slash yeah. potential facial surgery. Um, but they are remarkably undervalued in mm-hmm. computer odds just because coaching change and they weren't very good last year. Uh, but I love the transfer hall they brought in and Thad Mata is brilliant. So Butler's a team I'm looking at. Yeah. I hope they get healthy. Cause that's obviously the only thing that's, that's holding them back for me. Cause I agree with you. Um, Oklahoma state is, is going to be a team I'm looking Ooh, to bet on. I like this guy. Yeah. Maybe a little, a little surprising, but they're motivated after last year. I mean, uh, I don't they know can how make the postseason now. Yeah, you know, obviously these are college athletes. They're very competitive. They're not just not motivated to win last season, but knowing you can make the tournament this season, there's a little bit something extra there. Solid transfer class, despite Russell Harrison not getting eligible. And also just, sorry? It was dumb. His his appeal process was awfully stupid. Yes, it was. Uh, And then super athletic. They should be a suffocating defense. Uh, They were top five last year in defense. I can see them being as dominant again. So I like betting on defensive teams. I think it carries, uh, I think it goes a lot farther than people think in the market. That is it. That's our show. That's our future show, guys. We appreciate you tuning in. I'll tell you what the cadence is going to be for the best bet show coming up this season. We're, we're teeing off next Monday, the first day of the, of the, of the year uh, at 12. No, nope, not as well. Central. Excuse we're, at, me. we're at two on the first day as part of the field of 68 wow. four hour marathon on opening day. Okay. So, uh, so yes, the very first the day will be a part of that. The very first day is at two central, not Eastern two central. Yeah. And then uh, after that, it's our normal noon central cadence uh, most every day of the week. And we, we will tweet out the schedule and let you guys know three MW underscore CBB. Once again, thanks to bet rivers. Thanks to field of 68. We will see you guys next week. We are stoked. Let's go cash. Them.